And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative and just plain right, covering down on some ground across the northern half of the great state of Alabama. I'm talking about this show goes way down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back over to Gadsden, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, and Mississippi, all thrown in just for good measure. Um, Hey, listen, I I do have to update you, and I appreciate listeners doing this. Uh, New text from a new texter, Ron from Brownsboro. He was commenting about the situation of 565. He said, yeah, 565 looks like it's an auto uh, automobile versus a motorcycle accident. It says, pray for all involved. It may be a fatality. Um, so anyway, Ron from Brownsboro, thanks for the update. Y'all be careful out there. Uh, and if you're traveling and you can avoid 565, you may want to do that right now. Um, uh, we just had somebody texted in a moment ago. Where did it go? Boomer, uh, Joe from Owens Crossroads. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. I just wrote him back. Yeah. Joe, oh, you were hitting. That's why I couldn't find it. Yeah, I, I just hit it. Yeah, um, he, he subscribed to the Right Life. The so, Right Life man, thanks, on Joe. Spotify. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, you guys are you guys are going to be pushing the. We got we got to have a donut challenge with you at some point. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> donuts, yeah. Any, I'm all about any donut challenge. Let's just or just donuts. <laughs> that doesn't have to be a challenge. Yeah, the, uh, the, the that's right because the uh, we all everybody knows that the uh, the official food of Right Side Radio is maple bacon donuts. Mm. Um, all right, let's let's jump in here. Uh, number one, triple dipper, balloon tricks. Um, unless you've been living under a rock, you've been following the story. Apparently, it is the story right now, and it is—it's probably one of the craziest stories uh, ever, you know, brought to bear. I, I look at this and think, okay, first of all, you find yourself thinking it's a balloon. What is happening? So, if you're not familiar, um, it appears—not appears—a—they've admitted it that there is a Chinese spy balloon floating across the northern states of the United States of America. I kid you not. They say this thing is about the equivalent of three Greyhound buses in size. It's not small. It's huge. It looks like a small moon floating up there, but it's it's like 60,000 feet. So it's in the upper reaches of the atmosphere, and it is um, well above um, the majority of air traffic. So even though they've had to shut down air traffic in some places, um, it's it's deemed by the Pentagon to be a non-threat. Okay, maybe it's not a physical threat, but I got questions. I got lots of questions. First of all, it's over Montana. How long have they known it was there? Because it's blowing east. It came in from the west. It had to come across Alaska. Then it traveled through part of Canada. Canada said nothing about it. Next thing you know, it's over. It's over literally over our missile areas, our missile silos uh, in Montana. Uh, and I'm thinking, okay, that's weird. Now, everybody's quick to point out. The Chinese have almost as many observation satellites in the sky as we do. So why do they need a balloon? Great question. And it's just a balloon, so it's floating by, right? Wrong. So right before the show, I was uh, downstairs in my office, and I pulled up the, um, the, the press briefing uh, from, the, from the Pentagon. The general who was providing the briefing to the press made several statements that really caught me off guard. Number one, he said this balloon is navigable. Navigable meaning they can steer it, they can change direction, they can hover where they want to stay. It is a navigable flotation device of some sort. He also said it's carrying a payload. When I heard payload, I thought, did he just say that? He did. Now, he was quick to say payload does not mean something harmful, that payload in this particular case 
appears to be some type of observation or uh, or sensory data or electronic surveillance capability. They don't know, but he said it is definitely carrying some form of a payload beneath the um, uh, this large balloon. So all that to say, the question then became, is it legit? Is it Chinese? Well, as of 0800 this morning, the Chinese government has admitted that it is theirs. They say it's non-military. What the frick? So how would they feel if we floated a giant balloon with a camera attached to it over the top of, I don't know, Xi's palace? Well, they wouldn't take, you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't take a shine to that one bit. Well, here's the next thing that happened today. Aside from the, hey, nothing to see here, no worries. Uh, don't everybody just just keep, you know, doing what you go about your business. All's good. We're not going to shoot it down. Why not? Well, because, you know, we, we, we're afraid it might like, you know, then it would pop and fall on somebody. Hmm. Even when it was over Montana. Have you been to Montana? There's whole stretches of Montana ain't got nobody. How about when it was over in Alaska or when it came in across the Pacific? Did you just not think? Anyway, for some reason, they won't shoot it down right now. The, the next thing that happened, though, is apparently Secretary of State Antony Blinken was scheduled to go to China late next week. He has canceled his trip. That, in diplomacy world, is a hand grenade. You just threw a hand grenade in the meeting. You just said, you know what, China? That balloon does mean something to us. You are violating our sovereign airspace. You are being provocative. You are taking a less than war but yet provocative position with us. And guess what? The head of the, the State Department is not coming to see you. Now, former Vice President Mike Pence made a statement. Charlene called and told me earlier. I thought it was great. She said, no, no, Blinken needs to go. He needs to go look him in the eye and say, you ever do it again? And there's going to be, you know, some serious repercussions. Go look him in the eye and say it. But right now, the Biden administration won't shoot it down, and the Biden administration won't go talk to the Chinese. And the question remains, why is this freaking balloon flying over? And what does it mean? And should we be concerned? What is it looking at? Is it just gauging the winds? Is it, is it trying to find the prevailing winds for purposes that we wouldn't like them to know? Or is it just literally taking pictures for their Facebook page? Who knows? Uh, I got some calls on the line. Let me go in order. We got them. Line one, uh, Mark from Athens. Hey, Mark, Phil Williams, how you doing? Senator Williams, I have a question for you. Mark, your phone's really garbled, man. Can... Uh, let me, let me go to line two. We'll come back to Mark if we can get a better signal on him real quick. All right, so Brian, uh, let me go to Brian on line two, uh, boom. Brian, Phil Williams, how you doing? Uh, doing well. I hope you are too. Hey, buddy, I'm doing good. What's going on, man? Well, I'm thinking uh, I'm going back to the point uh, Japan at yes. the end of World War II flew balloons with incendiary bombs and tried to hit the U.S. and spread them out mostly. Most of them failed. You know, it's a great, I actually have that in my stack right here. I was going to end my segment with that, but, but you're right. They, they, in fact, they launched upwards of 9,000 of those things and upwards of 1,000 were deemed to have possibly been successful though they operated in, you know, in, in kind of a weird capacity, but yeah, Japan floated balloon bombs over here. You're right. And um, I mean, what's in that thing? Maybe they don't want to shoot it down. Maybe they got like uh, four sandbags of fentanyl up there that was, <laughs> we would distribute or something on our own. Who, who knows, man? And, and then again, I also look at it and wonder, 
Are we seeing something that's uh, that's coming in, you know, and they want to measure the wind so they can spread something later? I I, I don't know the answer, but um, maybe it's spreading something now. Uh, well, we'll see, Brian. Hey, I got one more call to jump back on, brother. You take care. All right. Did we get Mark back? We are good. All right, line one, Mark again. How you doing, Mark? Senator, right. I know this is going to sound goofy out of this world. My concern is this. Mark, Mark, I can't get you, man, your signal's bad. You're going to have to text us in because I can't get your question. We've totally lost your signal. So uh, sorry, Mark. Uh, appreciate you trying. All right, tell you what, let's do this. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and tell you. Uh, what the, I'll, I'll jump to the last story. Interesting piece about balloons. Brian from Huntsville brought it up a moment ago. In 1945, and I've got a copy of an article here. I'm holding it up to this camera. Uh, from Smithsonian Magazine. A uh, Japanese balloon bomb killed six Americans in Oregon. It was, it was, it's one of those things that's like the little stories that you never heard. Well, this one you didn't hear because it was censored. It was censored because the, uh, the War Department at the time believed that it would cause a uh, complete you know, unraveling of, uh, of civil order if they knew that bombs were being floated over from Japan. And so, yeah, five people, a wife um, uh, and, and multiple children, were on a picnic. And they went into the woods and stumbled across this thing, not knowing what it was. And it turns out it was a balloon bomb that had floated, was snagged in a tree. Uh, and the Japanese had been launching these things. It was, it was a, you know, it sounds rudimentary, but in reality, it was a highly technical device. The Japanese had spent a couple of years perfecting this cutting-edge technology where they literally studied the jet streams. And then they rigged these devices, which were highly technical, that when they reached certain altitudes would, uh, would drop sandbags. And, and they would eventually begin to lower down over time. And they launched up to 9,000 of these carrying huge bombs. Only about 1,000 of them are estimated to have actually made the full journey. Their goal was to start forest fires and to create havoc. And that's why um, we didn't see much about it. But they were, they were literally, between the fall of 1944 and summer of 1945, there were several hundred of them that are believed to have actually made contact uh, with, the, uh, with the, uh, the mainland. Didn't cause many fatalities. I mean, one's too many. But, uh, but their, their goal was to create uh, just complete chaos. And like I said, to start forest fires and do whatever they could to make it difficult for life in the United States. The Japanese quit. You know, it's one of those things where you look at it and go, censorship, never a good idea. But in this case, the censorship is what made the Japanese stop because they were getting no feedback that it was actually causing any problems. They weren't hearing anything on American radios. They were monitoring, and they didn't hear anything, and so they just kind of quit doing it after a while. What they didn't know was that a bunch of them were getting here, and there are still um, – I'm trying to think where the museum is, maybe out in Oregon, uh, where they actually have displays of some of the pieces uh, that, were, that were brought down. Now, in this case, we look at why is China doing this? Well, why would they not? They're just provoking. At this point, they were literally days away – from a major visit by the Secretary of State of the United States. Doesn't matter how you feel about the Biden administration. In title alone, you've got the senior diplomat for the greatest nation on the face of the earth, their near-peer adversary, and what do they do? They send a surveillance balloon to fly over our territory right before the meeting. Coincidence? I don't think so. Boomer, take us to a break, brother. We'll do that right now. We'll come right back and finish this up. I got articles here about what's being said about this. What did Mike Pompeo say about it? Uh, what's Senator or, or Congressman Kevin McCarthy saying about it? 
Are we going to see it shot down? <laughs> well, it's the Biden administration, so I don't know. Bill Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. We are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Uh, I did see that Mark from Athens, wow, God, the, the, the boomer, the text line just exploded. I, I can't even find his text now. Where'd it go? It was right on top, and now, okay. Uh, I will find his question in a moment because he tried twice to call in, and I really appreciate it. Uh, boomer, do you see it? Am I looking right at it? There's like so many texts, I can't even find his anymore now. Rats. All right, we're going to figure it out here in a second. Um, here it is. He says, what if there's a microburst weapon inside that balloon? Well, I mean, okay, I, I get it. He said, we know they've been developing microburst weapons, the Chinese, that is. I, I could see other things too, uh, Mark. I mean, any weapon, any weapon, Mark. We, we don't, I mean, just, the reality is, what's it doing there? I don't care if it's just pure surveillance. I don't care if it's signals intelligence. I don't care if it's uh, there to uh, test prevailing winds. Why? And, and by the way, you just don't do this. This is like coming to somebody's house and running the vacuum cleaner. Well, you just don't do this. You don't walk into someone else's house and just take something out of the refrigerator. You don't. And so I've, they know what they're doing, and it's provocative, and they know it. So unless they want to come out and say, this was from the Beijing University's weather training station, and it broke free, and we've been looking for it. Thanks for finding our balloon. We're so sorry. Unless they want to come out with a real story like that, the idea that they're going to say, yeah, uh, it's not military. Don't worry. That's not an answer. What are you doing in our house? Why are you drinking something out of my fridge without asking? Well, that's where we are. And like I said, in the world of diplomacy, it's a big, hairy deal that the Secretary of State has now canceled his trip. I've also got uh, several stories here that talk about... Now, the, the Pentagon is saying, by the way, that this is, um, that this is you know, not the first time, and everybody's like, it's not? When did it happen before? Well, that's classified. That was in the briefing today. Well, that's classified. It's classified? Are you telling me that Chinese have been over our airspace multiple times in the past, but you're not going to tell us when, and it's classified? To what extent? And then there was the question of where is the balloon right now? Well, we're not going to do the hour-by-hour hour tracking. Uh, we're, not, we're just not going to do that right now. The, the people can look up and see where it is. People don't want to look up and see where it is. They want, you, they, want, they want to know that you're tracking it. Well, they say they are. And they did launch F-22s, which circled it. And um, Pentagon, though, according to the story here on time, the U.S. decided not to shoot down the Chinese spy balloon. The Pentagon had considered scrambling fighter jets. It did actually scramble them eventually uh, and, and, and put F-22s in the sky around it. But they determined that the balloon does not give China any additional surveillance cap capabilities beyond what it already could collect. So they saw no harm, no foul. Let it go. Wrong song. That's like saying, well, you know, the extra calories you got from eating the food out of my refrigerator, it's not going to be a big deal. 
It's a big deal that they came and got it. That's what the big deal. The big deal is the fact that it's there at all. And I'm not, I'm not, by the way, I'm not, I'm not an alarmist. I'm not sitting here trying to say, do something. But I'm telling you right now, uh, the Biden administration letting this happen without rebuking China openly right now, rebuking, they should be rebuking China, pointing out the provocative nature of this, pointing out the fact that they're a bad actor on the world stage and we don't appreciate it. And oh, by the way, as soon as we get clarity that that it's not going to be over some populated area, we're taking their freaking balloon down. We're going to study it and we're going to find out what it does. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, story here on Politico. Kevin McCarthy's calling for an intel briefing. He wants what's known as the Gang of Eight. The Gang of Eight are the senior lawmakers who are charged with reviewing the nation's most sensitive intel information. He wants a Gang of Eight briefing. He wants to know what the heck's going on. In his words, he said, China's brazen disregard for U.S. sovereignty is a destabilizing action that must be addressed, and President Biden cannot be silent. I'm requesting a Gang of Eight briefing. Well, the Chinese embassy in Washington is still not answering the mail on this thing. However, the Chinese government, like I said earlier, as of about 0800 this morning, has confirmed it is theirs. They just claim it's a civilian research airship. Wrong song. That is not a good answer. And you can imagine Republicans are having plenty to say. Um, Republicans, according to Fox News... Dated last night, Republicans late Thursday tore into President Biden after the Pentagon announced the discovery of suspected Chinese surveillance balloon that has been hovering over the U.S. for the last few days. The last few days. Representative Andy Biggs says Biden is a feckless commander-in-chief. Senator Bill Haggerty of Tennessee says communist China is hypocritically lecturing us about respect for sovereignty and territorial integrity. And if it's true that China's behind this, and they are, this loitering high-altitude provocation over our homeland, the Biden admin must respond strongly and decisively. It'd be one thing if it was floating out over shipping lanes. It'd be another if it was over Chinese airspace or even disputed territories. It's over our backyard. It's here. And that's what makes the difference. That's exactly what makes the difference. And so I'll just tell you, um, I'm looking at this and thinking, hmm, okay. It's Chinese, they admit it. It's got some type of data gathering payload and everybody knows it it's allegedly navigable so somebody somewhere is steering it and it's here and it's flying over areas that are sensitive it's flying over places in montana where we have air force bases and missile ranges so yeah i'm just gonna say this is a weird one and uh i'm on board with taking that sucker out I saw uh, Representative Dan Crenshaw just tweeted out a little while ago. He says, Joe, just take down the balloon. (laughs) All right, there's that one, balloon tricks. We won't labor it anymore, but if we have any breaking news on it, we'll get back to you. In the meantime, coming up right after the break, Chairman John Wall from the Alabama Republican Party, who just became a vice chair for the National Republican Party, is going to be calling in. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.
right side, 